0: You are listening to Habs and Minded, brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com.
1: It's Sunday morning and you're in for a treat. Top 25 under 25 has gone over the weekend for the first time ever. It's like that time when Wimbledon actually played on the Sunday because of the rain in London over the... uh, Regular tennis tournament, and they had to play catch up. It was a great atmosphere at Wimbledon that day. Let's be honest about it. I'm joined by someone that leaves for UK and Wales in about 24 hours Anton Rosigod, last pod for a while from Sweden.
0: Yeah, last pod for a while from Sweden. I was just thinking what you were saying about the rain there. Maybe they should have tried that for the Formula One last (laughs) Sunday. Uh, because like if they had just been able to postpone it obviously that's not possible probably with all the audience and all all the things volunteers, around here yeah.
1: i think it's the yeah. volunteers you're not going to get them in otherwise
0: but you know 2021 is a year of, of new experiences obviously mm-hmm. and we're doing the same here at top 25 under 25 just you know giving
1: you one article a day for 25 days i'll be honest i know that matthias Nolander will leave for the after last night's game and, and go to training camp in Montreal, and we'll see if he stays with Montreal. I think he won't, but uh, you never know. This season, as you say, is a, se- is, is a season with a lot of different faces. We're here to cover number uh, 20 and 19, and um, we were just saying that they're really, really difficult to separate, and with a um, three decimal aver- average vote, they are still tied. I think yes. that they are separated more uh, due to me <laughs> than, than anything else. Yeah, because... but that's,
0: that just makes it even more perfect. The fact that you made it like, I mean, the fact that you put him at uh, 36 for Rafael who is number 19 here. Well, he could have been number 20 as well, but... That makes it so that these two Quebecois prospects who are born within two months difference of each other uh, has the exact same average vote uh, over 5, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 voters. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's great. Two local boys who have performed well in Laval. Of course they should uh, be at the sa- same ranking here.
1: Indeed, and, and they are similar kind of players, playmakers and uh, trying to maybe a bit on the short side one definitely shorter than the other but but if we start with you at um second year in laval no games last year obviously uh but but this year 26 games 18 points a little bit worse than, than the opponent in rafael harvey Pena, that had well, 36 harvey, games
0: yeah harvey Penar played more games so. yeah
1: yeah uh and and maybe that shows a little bit more interest uh, but if we start with with, with uh, Teasdale. Obviously, 22 years old. He's he's. They are getting up there in age. Yeah. Like if McNiven can still be
0: excused for being a young prospect, then I think we should excuse these guys as well. Teasdale obviously lost a year as well due to injury, and that was unfortunate because because he had just been um, been qualified. Was it the best player in Memorial Cup?
1: I think um, it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, he was the um, CHL Memorial Cup champion. He was the CHL Memorial Cup MVP, uh, the Stafford Smythe Trophy, uh, and he became the QMJHL champion and had the most points in the playoffs in the 2018-19 season. Then he was signed for uh, for Laval and he got... Uh, I think it was a ligament injury or something. It was something with his knees and he was out for the entire season. And we were just wondering, like, is he even going to come back? That was a tough, tough injury. If he's going to come back, will he even be able to play at this high of a level? And he was played 26 games. He played well. He played top-line minutes for ul Bouchard. Yuel Bouchard really trusted him. Um, I am impressed. And and obviously, when we look at them, I mean, he's six foot, so he's a little bit taller. He's three inches taller than um, Avi Pinal, who's more undersized. And, and he is well-built. He's over 200 pounds, Joel still. So I think that you can... Maybe say that Teasdale, Well, has he, you know, maxed out or something? But he has shown progress in basically every season he has played so far. Um, so I wouldn't bet against uh, Teasdale taking even more steps this season. Really, you know, being one of the leaders, one of the true leaders for Laval, and and getting a stint in the
1: NHL. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Also, you have to you have to give him a, at least I did in my voting. Not only a slight advantage, but quite a bit of an advantage, a little bit more than the six centimeters or two inches or, or, or what it is in, in size. But yeah, I, I think you can only have as, as as many short guys as 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 you have. Obviously, Tampa has quite Yay. a few, but they have a, yeah. quite a few big guys as well. But, but yeah, Montreal has a few big guys now. Like
0: everyone on the backside is like six five, except for should Rohanov. be fine yeah basically but, but like i think yeah i think with t still the size shouldn't be a problem obviously he he weighs a lot he's you know he's average built at least um i'm just like i'm just wondering how high his potential really is in in an nhl setting um because like as i said i wouldn't be surprised if he gets a stint in the nhl just to check if alex bilzil could be be sent up to the nhl why not joel T. Teasdale is arguably more talented, uh, and he has more versatile uh, more versatile skill sets. He has more to add, according to me. Like, he's not just the kind of guy that you need to have in your bottom six who just grinds away. I think that Teasdale could actually, you know, show that he – I mean, he has slick hands, and he can add you some
1: uh, some points as well. What kind of centers do they need? I mean, like, sorry, with of but they are similar kind of players what kind of centers do these guys need on to 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 have them succeed jake evans
0: <laughs> i don't actually like I, i'm i'm not sure exactly what what they would thrive under like they've obviously played top 6 minutes in laval and and did done well if we talk for both of them um we have only seen them for one season so it's difficult to say what they would thrive most with in the nhl we've also seen someone like jake evans for example come up to the nhl and play a different game than he did in laval so it's all about adaptability and as a winger it kind of like it's all comes down to gluing with the center that you're paired with um like we were discussing the other day, like Jonathan Drouin says that he's able to go back to center. And there were quite a few laughs about that because we know how it went the last time. But on the other hand, the Habs are quite kind of well established now with having quite a few wingers who work hard. And if you put Drouin, for example, a little further down the lineup, would he be able to play with two high energy players like? well, I'm not saying both of them, but one of these players like T-Stale or Albi Pinal, if they were sent up playing on a third line, for example, would it work? I think it would probably work. Like, I think that someone like... Yeah, like now we don't know what the center depth is going to be, but will they be able to play with someone like Cedric Paquette or uh, Mathieu Perrault? Yeah, probably. I don't think that would be a bad match in any way. Um, like, they are guys who can work both of them are guys who can work all over the um all over the ice 200 foot and uh provide quality for you on both ends at least in the ahl uh, we'll see when they get their stint if if they have
1: something to add on the nhl level as well indeed we do and and uh, if we move on to to rafael harvey Pinar, it's it's yeah i'll, I'll be honest great points you know great plus minus but he's, what is he? He's five foot six, five foot nine. No, it's five, five, nine. Yeah, five, nine. Yeah, And mm. yeah, as a
0: winger. Yeah, yeah. like I think there's a guy called Cole Caulfield who's like five,
1: seven and plays as a winger. Yeah, but. There's a guy a called
0: be- Brendan Gallagher who's like five, nine and plays as a winger.
1: Yeah, no, I, I just think, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that Gallagher is the best comparison because we compare everyone to Gallagher and obviously Caulfield is, a nugget something you find maybe one in a million and 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 yeah can you find two nuggets and and, and develop them that well i'm not yes. sure and, and yes you can the thing is i'm not sure you get any return as well for for rafael arby Pinar in trade i think that would be the kind of player that you toss in a little bit like sebastian kohlberg uh, you toss him in at the end of the bargain just to get it done Maybe,
0: yeah. I don't think he would fetch that much return in, in a deal right now because he's not proven at the highest level yet. Um, and he's also, as you say, he's 22, so he's not the young youngest of prospect. He was passed over in two of his drafts before getting picked in the seventh round with a pick in the 200s by the local team in Montreal. Uh, but he had played well uh, for the Huskies for several years before that, and then he played very well for Shikutimi as well when he stayed for for a uh, senior year in the uh, in the queue as well, and he was captain for both teams. I think that tells you something about like the character of uh, Rafael Herbie Pinar as well. That you know, obviously he was one of the older guys when he came to Shikutimi, but you know, just being named captain as a as a newcomer uh, tells you something about what leadership qualities he can add, and. Yeah, Alvi Pinal doesn't play a game similar to Brendan Gallagher, but I think both of these guys are just examples of how you are not fully developed when you're 18 and that the NHL draft is kind of a crapshoot. And when you are 20, you have a little bit more maybe... Um, like, as a scout, as a coach, you have a little bit more grasp on what kind of player um, you get at 20 than you get at 18.
1: What so, road? like... Long road no, to yeah,
0: continue. No, I was just gonna say, like, I mean, it's just impressive to see Alvi Pinal come in to Laval and a pro setting because we were talking about that in several pods before. Like, you know, you had to rush slowly with younger guys, and uh Fairbrother got three games in the HL, and we had other guys who Cam Hill has got like three games, four games as well. Or no, Mishak. he got eight, he got 18, but only had one goal. That was the problem. Yeah, um, yeah, Misha got 22, but Misha is still you know he was first year eligibility after draft, so he's a little bit excused by that. But just the fact that Albi Pina comes in in his first year and just he doesn't only play, but he plays well and he actually takes you know um, an important role in Laval from the start. So. I think that both of these guys are, are like they deserve to be in the top twenty-five. Um, I was just gonna check like Albi Pinal was number thirty last year and Joel Teasdale was number twenty-eight. So they weren't far um far from each other then either, but Albi Pinal has actually passed Teasdale on the list now because he has a higher top ranking. That is why he's listed above, because he had
1: a top ranking of fourteen while Teasdale had a top ranking of sixteen. Indeed, and uh, I mean local guy. Long road to the AHL and, and long road to to NHL. Possible if he comes that far. Uh, is it is it fair to compare him to David Desjardins?
0: No, like I, I think like obviously the, the no. I I think it's fair to make the comparison for like local guys who are kind of having a. Uh, like more success after their draft years and just continuing to improve and having a lot of things against them. Deschanel wasn't the biggest guy either. He was five, seven. Uh, so he was even smaller and he ended up having a 60 point season with Montreal. So. He ended you up know, having
1: like, a great NHL career. Let's be
0: honest. He did. He did. But especially Montreal, once he left Montreal, he like, he faded quite quickly and went over to Avant-Garde Omsk. So like, but it's just like, it shows you as well as a young prospect, um, you know, Deschanel as well. He was also the captain of this Shikutimi uh, for one season. So we have that reference as well to draw between Alvi Pinar especially and uh, and Um uh, But it took a few years for Deschanel. If we look at his, he'd, he played his first NHL games in two, 2009-10. And at that time he was 23 so like big year we're talking coming about, up
1: for these two guys then
0: maybe but also like if they only perform well in the AHL for this season that would be understandable as well and then if you have two 23 year old guys who are urging for more development and kind of pushing towards a fourth line third line winger spot for next year that would be great we see Jake Evans he has just now broken into the NHL and he's 25 so it takes a while for these long like longer developmental prospects like everyone can't be Cole Caulfield and just
1: break into the NHL like that indeed and and that's why you have uh Cole Caulfield being drafted in the first round as well so um yeah it's an interesting interesting comparison in in many ways and comparison with each other as well Uh, we're happy you listened to this a little bit short point but uh, sometimes Anton and I need to do other things as well we hope you enjoyed it we hope Anton uh, stays safe over in Wales I'm glad you're vaccinated and uh, safe travels thank you